chill, an uneasy feeling that you are not alone. Don't worry, it's just a ghost. A shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Hello there, I am your host, Mary Jensen. This episode of It's Just a Ghost is called Medley of Haunts. This is our second Medley of Haunts. I talk about two freaky things that happened to me. Perry, Mike, and Kayla all have stories for you in this episode as well. Hi, Perry. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a couple of weeks since we got together. It has been a couple of weeks, and I have one new event happening at the house, but I heard you had one, too. I did. (laughs) Um, It was over a week ago, but I had gone to a local library to see a writer, um, Christopher Daly, Mm -hmm. and... He writes about, like, haunted history, and he does, like, all the history of stuff, too. Right. And, um, but he was really, a really good speaker, and I was scared shitless when he was done. Yeah. Because just, he's really good at, right. you know, talking and, and how he tells the stories. It makes him really creepy. And, you know, he talked about the Lizzie Borden house mm. and a couple of other things. Right. And actually, I'll be interviewing him in a couple of days to be part of the Lizzie Borden episode that will be coming up in about three or four weeks. Oh, good. So to find out his experiences there, because I know he has some. Right. So I got home from that, and I went to bed, and I always like to watch TV for like a half an hour because I have to be like ready to fall asleep right or else i can't sleep. most people right yeah like i have my eyes have to literally literally be closing right because if i just lay there i have all this stuff in my mind i should be working on this podcast yeah. i should be doing this so i won't sleep so anyway i had it muted the tv was muted and i was just kind of scrolling to find something and then all of a sudden right in the corner of my room behind the door i hear really loud it goes and I'm like, I just really? stop and I look in the corner and I'm like, okay. And it wasn't like wind or anything. It was in the room. I know that for sure. And right. it was coming from that corner. So wow. I sat there and I waited and I'm like, okay, nothing. So I start looking again on the TV and again, <laughs> louder. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So Kathy's in the other room and I said, Kathy, did you hear that? But she must have not heard me because she didn't answer. Right. So um, I keep saying I was going to order sage, and Mm -hmm. I didn't until then. So I'm like, all right. I didn't feel like it was anything evil, Mm -hmm. but that was weird. So I ordered my sage, Mm -hmm. and I got it. I haven't used it because nothing else has happened. So nothing else happened after that. But then I did some research about what a a swish sound like that could mean in the paranormal. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess it's kind of common. And what it said is it usually means that's a spirit trying to get through the curtain or or the veil, they call it. Right. Okay. So I guess that's them just trying to get through. And sometimes they can't. And I guess they didn't because nothing else happened. So they tried it a couple of times (laughs) and and gave up. So I don't know who it was or 
But, you know, it happened right after that thing. Right. And then this was, I have one more thing that happened a couple of days before that at work. I always listen to creepy podcasts at work and stuff. And mm -hmm. I was listening to one, um, and it was about this guy on a plane, and he was saying that something about the stewardess was, like, creepy and almost ghost-like. Right. But I don't know. But anyway... It could just be made up, but it was a good story. So anyway, she had she had a a needle in her hand because she had to give somebody a shot of something. On the plane? Yeah. That's what he said. I don't know. Huh. I think it might have just been a story anyway because I listened to podcasts with creepy stories right. too. So that, that might have been yeah. what it was. But anyway, so... Apparently, she was walking down the aisle, and she tripped on something uh -huh. and stuck him in the leg with the needle. Right. I'm not kidding you. The second they said that in the story, uh -huh. my left pointer finger yeah. felt like it got stuck with a needle. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And I'm telling you, it really it was no blood. Right. And you couldn't even see, like, a mark, but it hurt, like... Like someone jabbed me with a needle in the in the finger, so and that and then it hurt until the mm -hmm. end of that episode. Wow! It really hurt, and yeah. then once that story was done, mm -hmm. my finger just stopped hurting like nothing happened. That's crazy. <laughs> so I don't know, right. but those are my two new things. So yeah, so I guess Perry's gonna tell us one new thing and then something else from you know another time. Right. So I'm going to start with the new thing first, and because that's pretty simple, easy. So it was a couple of weeks ago, and I had been, I, uh, the last couple of weeks have been a little crazy. I've just been getting up early, staying up late, just running errands, busy, busy, busy all day long. So this one day I uh, got home, running errands, whatever it was I was supposed to be doing or had done, and I had to take a nap. I just... There's no way I had to take a nap. So I laid down for a little bit, and I was in a dead sound sleep. I just fell right to sleep. I was so tired. And all of a sudden, I hear these voices, and they were really, really loud. And they woke me up out of a sound sleep. I woke up, jumped up. It's like, who the heck is in my house talking so loud? <laughs> and then and it was a guy. Like, he was in his 20s, late 20s, maybe early 30s. And it was a female voice that sounded like a computer voice from a bad science fiction movie. And they were talking, and the guy was asking this thing questions, and she was answering them. Oh, God. Yeah. And so I got up out of bed, and I went out, and I, what I was thinking was maybe I left my TV on, maybe I left the computer on, and I did. And I watched gaming stuff, so maybe I was thinking, well, maybe someone's talking to someone else in a game, you know, some game or something. But I went over to my computer. It was I had flicked back to the home screen. Nothing was going on there. Looked at the looked at the TV. That was on the home screen. Nothing was going on there. What was also weird was that when I got up out of bed, as I walked toward the door. The voices got softer and softer and softer until when I got to the door, I couldn't hear them anymore at all. Really? That's it, weird, huh? Yeah. Like, you'd think they would get louder as you got. I know. So they must have been in your room then. Yeah. You just couldn't see them. Right. Yeah. Did you feel like anything was there? No. Huh. No. So they were probably good then. Yeah. So what kind of questions were they, was he asking? I don't know. I... I 
knew what they were at the time, but it's, it's like a dream if you don't write it down right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you just forget what it is. Wow. Yeah. So I went in, went in the kitchen and see if there was anything going on there. Nothing was going on. Went to my daughter's room because she plays games too. And she was listening to a game, but it was really low. Couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and plus you said like it got quieter as you got to the door. Yeah. Right. And that's weird that one of them was like a computer kind of sounding thing. So I always have to try to figure it out. I don't know why. Something like that happened once before. But it was a very long time ago, and I was actually at the Combs' house when, they, when it happened. Um, and I was standing in the kitchen, and uh, the, the girls were uh, standing around me, and all of a sudden I felt, I could feel like a pyramid or a cone mm-hmm. on top of my head, and then voices started coming out of it. Oh my God. See, if I didn't know you, Perry, I'd say you do acid or something, but I know you don't. <laughs> and I didn't, I wasn't the first person to hear it. The other, they heard it first, and then I heard it. When they said they heard it, then I was like, well, yeah, you do, I do hear it. Oh, my God. So something did happen at the Combs, isn't it? Yeah. But just, probably just because you were there. Right, yeah. Because they never had anything else happen, right, uh, that you know of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. All right, so the other two are The Plane in the Woods. All right. The Plane in the Woods is an interesting one because I'm not the only person who's reported this either. Um, Sometimes people will see a small, like, Cessna plane crash into the woods behind my house. And so we report it, call 911, we go up there, nothing there. (laughs) It's happened several times. There was one time that I didn't see a plane crash in the woods, but I was just I used to hike through the woods all the time. And I looked up, and there's a plane hanging from the trees, from the branches, like a Cessna. I said, what the, you know, this is the one that we were looking for. <laughs> and then, so I looked up at it, and then I was going around it, and I went to back home to call 911, and then I said, did I really see it? <laughs> yeah. So before I called 911, I went back up the hill, and it was gone. Yeah. Uh, but other people have reported seeing it, too. I reported seeing a plane crash in the woods, and there was one time when somebody, several people saw it crashing, a plane crash into the woods, and they called 911, the police came out, the state police came out, the state police on horseback came out, fire department came out, fire and rescue came out, a helicopter came out, um, who else, something, there was something else out there, too, they're all looking for this, oh, the park rangers, mass ah. environmental police, or whatever they are, they so, like, out. other, like, your neighbors and stuff, saw uh, it? Um, no, people actually, on that road, route, whatever it is, that goes oh, to West Brookfield, yeah, and, like, uh, the old West Brookfield yeah, Road, or whatever it's yeah. called, and there's, like, two or three people on that road that saw it come flying low over the road, and then crash ah. into the hill, so does it look like a like a regular plane or yeah. like a, a military plane? No, they say it was just a you know like a regular private plane, like a Cessna or something like that. So, see again, like I said, I always want to try to figure it out or just like make some like you know what I think. Right. Like I wonder if so maybe a plane crashed there a long time ago yeah. because I've been you know still new at this, but. I do research all the time, and I right. listen to a million other things, and so I guess sometimes things like just reoccur, right. like 
they just over and over it gets relived. Right. So maybe that's one of those things. Yeah. And that was actually what I was looking up this week also was how some of the energy, it's so traumatic that it just keeps mm -hmm. on repeating sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what it said something about that too because um, ghosts, they feed off of energy. That's what right. they need, the energy. Yeah. From like whether it's from people or electronics or um, like phone wires, you know, outside or electrical mm -hmm. wires. So, because they need something to get their energy from. Right. Yeah. And like you said, that was a lot of energy and it must, it could just have so much residual energy that it just keeps looping. Right. And yeah. especially like, cause that was near your house, right? Mm -hmm. In the woods. And yeah. if that's a portal. Right. Um, which I guess, I don't really know the definition, definition of a portal, but wouldn't that mean kind of also like in a parallel universe kind of thing? Yeah, and that's what I think maybe those those two people in my room were. They weren't ghosts, but they were from a parallel universe yeah. maybe. Because and it was that, it wasn't a person. The, the lady wasn't a person. She was a machine or a computer or something yeah. you know, that was answering the questions. So I'm thinking, well... They don't. They're not ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So I'm overhearing something from somewhere else. Whether she was like was a ghost, ghost, but mm. she could only cross over partially, and so her voice came out different. Right. Or <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I always like to try to figure it out. Right. Um. Or whether he was actually talking to a computer before, and yeah. it's just rehappening. Right. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It would be really cool to interview, like, somebody who is in the science part of the paranormal. Mm -hmm. You know, have them here, this, and also, like, somebody who, an investigator. Right, yeah. Who does more, like, you know, doesn't really count the scientific part of it as much. Mm -hmm. And just get their, like, opinions back and forth. That would I'm going to have cool. to try to set that up. You should. That would be really cool. Yeah. All right. So, so I have one more. All right. All right. So this is more of a kind of an urban legend, I think. Um, but actually, I can kind of confirm both of these, sort of. Um, and this is where people have taken walks into the woods. I hear that's happened several times, but I can only confirm two that I'm pretty certain of. Well, people have gone hiking in the woods behind my house, where the portal is, you know, at the center of the portal, and the woods are in within the portal, and they've never come out. Now, those woods aren't big. Right. <laughs> you could walk a mile in any direction and come to the road, you know. <laughs> so did they go in the dark woods? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. There was one time near the dark woods where I did find a skeleton, and I don't, but it was all broken up and I couldn't tell if it was an animal or um, a person or a horse or something. I don't know what it was. There's no head, there is no legs or, or there's a rib cage and part of a spine and that wow. was what it was. How, when was that? Like a long time ago? A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so um the dark woods that was mentioned in a couple of other episodes, but those are woods behind Perry's house that things happen in mm -hmm. um so it's it's a really good and it's always like dark dark right there's yeah. no light really gets in there i haven't been there yet yeah and uh 
yeah, so I guess it's just um, a good place where for the paranormal. Right. Um, a lot of things happen in there or near there. So. Mm -hmm. Seems to be kind of like a focal point there. Oh, and the dark woods. I remember something that happened one time. Um, this was back in a, I think I was still in high school. And at night sometimes I would hear people banging on something or like they were building something up from the woods. It was like, why are they building something up there at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So I go look around in the woods, you know, I go and night trail, I mean, at night, the sound trail was really well. So I really couldn't tell how far away it was. So I went looking around, I couldn't find anything. And then it happened again, you know, a couple nights later, I heard it again. A couple nights after that, I heard it again. And I said, I got to find this thing. So I finally went into the dark woods. And what I found there was a brand new underground cave that someone had just built or a tunnel that someone had just built. Wow. But I wonder, like, here I go again. I wonder, like, how why it was like making noise banging though oh, because they were like had slats over the top of it oh, okay. to hold the roof up mm -hmm. you know and then they put dirt over top of it oh i wonder what that was about i don't know is it still there i think the hole is still there it collapsed but the hole is still there oh we have so much stuff to do <laughs> we just need to wait for winter to get over with right because yeah. we should check that out too yeah 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 that would be good. And you should try to find that skeleton, too. Maybe parts of it are still there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to, like, when we go do all this stuff, I'm going to video it. That would be In good. case, you know, in case something interesting happens. Right. And then also have a recorder going. Yeah. Just in case. And we'll bring Sage. But anyway. <laughs> and so, I've been thinking about... Re rethinking about what you mentioned about doing an EVP at my house or something, you know. As I said, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm thinking maybe I'll just leave my computer on overnight, let it record, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. And just see what comes up, just see what happens during the night. That's a Look great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So just for just for audio, or are you going to leave the video on? I think I'll do both. You are brave. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why not? Because stuff happens there anyway. Right, yeah. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I guess you remember what happened the other night, too. Like, two nights ago. This one was a little scary. So, I was a little bit upset because I was, I've been so busy the last two weeks. It's just been crazy. And so, I got home late. I had to go pick up my mom someplace, and I got home late, 7, 8 o'clock, something like that. And I still had to get wood for the stove. <laughs> Hadn't done that yet. Mm -hmm. Takes about an hour to do that, to bring all the wood in. And here it is. It's dark already. I can't see where I'm going. I just got a little tiny lantern that doesn't light up very much. So I'm out there in the dark, banging around, trying to get the wood. And what I did was I said, El Diablo. Wait, what? Which means... You said that? Yeah, El Diablo. I said, El Diablo. And then I asked El Diablo, the devil. That's what it means oh in Spanish. Um, I asked him if why... Oh, I remember what I asked him. Why are you doing all these things? Why would you want to destroy everything you know, and just rule over nothing? 
right? I mean, he. What his, made you say that out of the blue? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> just my thought, yeah, like you, my thoughts just go. Yeah, my brain everywhere. never stops. It's right. Mine isn't either. It's not good. Right. And so I was getting the wood, which is underneath the barn, and I'm looking around. You know, I go in, and it's the, the barn's the. It's underneath the barn and like the basement of the barn. And it starts feeling creepy down there. <laughs> and then I look up in the corner. I was on my last load of wood. Look up in the corner into these two actually squinty eyes looking at me from the corner like this. And they're probably about the, at that big looking oh at God. me. So like almost like cat shaped eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But they were like five or six feet off the ground. And they're probably about, probably about that far I bet you it was him. I can't even bring myself to say that. Yeah, I know. You think? No, I think it was like a you know demon or something like that. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Something evil. Mm. Was it like were they red or just? They were like yellowish. Well, I wonder if it was a wolf or something. I don't even know what shape like a wolf's eyes are or anything. Do you think it was an animal? No. Did you feel evilness? Yeah, and where it was an animal. It would have to stand on the what's the remains of a brass bed anyway over in that corner. So I don't think an animal would yeah, be able to do not. that. Yeah. And again, like before, you had said the evil usually stays outside. Right. So did you do anything or just run like hell in the house? No, I went back in the house, finished my last load. I carried a wood in a big bucket, big plastic bucket, and so I. Brought it back outside, but I decided to leave it outside the barn. <laughs> I just left it there and went back in the house. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone in there. Yeah, I, I decided not to chance you. All right. Thank you, Perry, for telling your two spooky stories today. Here we have Mike telling his stories. Well, the first story, I have two stories. The first one was... Uh, Several years ago, um, we had given my son a gold cross, and uh, he was having some trouble being a teenage kid, um, most kids. And uh, I was stopped to get a coffee on the way home, and I reached into my glove box to grab my wallet, and uh, there was the chain, all twisted up, knotted up, like you couldn't do this if you wanted to. And I was a little upset. I'm like, hey, we bought him this nice chain. It's just rolled into a ball thrown in my glove box. So me and the OCD, I took it out. I tried to undo it, put it on my armrest. I was frustrated. I couldn't even get the slightest piece out. I went in to get the coffee. I came out, and it was perfectly undone, draped around my armrest. It totally freaked me out. I didn't. It couldn't even tell you like where to begin. Like how did this even happen? Did I even do this and forgot about it? It was just. It was surreal. Well, I mean, you said that you tried for a while to get the knot out and you couldn't. Have you, like, told your son about that? Oh, yeah, I told him and my wife because I got home and it freaked me out quite a bit. <laughs> Did he say, like, he tied it in the knot? Uh, no, he just remembers, like, throwing it in there and probably just from bouncing around in a pickup truck, it just kind of, like, got all knotted up. Wow, I don't think so, but, <laughs> I mean, if it was really that knotted up, I'm thinking that was something, you know. But who knows, I mean, but really it becoming unknotted like that. And laid out perfectly. Yeah. It was like it was like in a store, like it was hung on one of those little Mm -hmm. wire hangers to keep it perfect. 
Because I know, like, a lot of times people get crosses and stuff. Like, you know, if they think their house is haunted or they just want to feel safe, they get crosses and hang them on their wall. And sometimes, like, if there's a demon in their house, that cross will be upside down. They'll find that cross upside down. And you think, you know, okay, if it's a demon, if they got near the cross, wouldn't it, like, they wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I'm just going from, like, research I've done and other stories I've heard. So I'm wondering if, um, like, the cross got tangled up because something, you know, evil or, or not safe didn't want him to have that protection. I mean, I'm just, I always do this with all, all my p people that tell me stories. I always try to, like, figure stuff out. And then... Um, you were trying to get it undone, and then there was something good that said, okay, let me help you out. But, I, I mean, really who knows? have a feeling it was my father, because my father had oh, died, okay. and my son was there, and it, was, it really upset my son. I think that was a lot of his depression as a child that we kind of misthought of, because we all were depressed, because my dad just died, like, in front of us. Okay. I and can't believe I didn't even think to ask you if it was around a time of... A it was it was stuff. probably a year or two later, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I just had that feeling like that he was just kind of watching out, and he just fixed it just to say, like, you're going to be okay. That That's kind of like yeah. the feeling I got. I had that, like, chill and that warmth in my body and kind of, like, freaked me out. I was like, holy crap. That sounds right, then. That yeah. sounds better. Yeah, and that's, like, I think that's, like, a, a good feeling. Like Yeah, it was good, but that. it also kind of, like, well, it's freaky, too. Yeah, it's freaky because, you know, we're being watched all the time and people, our family are keeping an eye on us even when we don't think anyone's looking out for us. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of refreshing, but at the same time Comforting kind of surreal. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is, that's pretty cool. So the other story I have is back when I was probably in my early 20s, I was working three jobs. Um, I was taking karate. I was very busy. Um, I had been playing football that weekend. Um, I was taking karate, I was working, I went on a blind date, and I was totally exhausted. I had gone up to my room after like probably 48 or 50 hours of being up and just busy and doing things, and I laid down to take a little nap before I went out, and I felt myself looking at myself, and I was laying in, I felt so relaxed, I felt so warm and invited and and I was looking down at myself, and I, and I, it's like, why am I looking down at myself? And then I, I said, oh, my God, I'm, I died. And I, I screamed, but I was paralyzed, and I couldn't move, and I screamed again. And I still felt warm, and all of a sudden I could feel my body like a skeleton going back into my body and surreal pain through my whole body and let out a god-awful scream. Now, I'm in my 20s, and my father comes running up the stairs thinking that I was stabbed. That's how loud I screamed and mm -hmm. the, that's how bad the pain hurt. So it was kind of an unreal experience and never felt anything like that since and hopefully I never will again. Oh, I know. I mean, I like part of it sounds like sleep paralysis, um, which is when your body, you're so exhausted and your body wants to sleep, but you can't like totally sleep. So your body kind of goes to sleep and your brain is like halfway in between sleep and reality and you just can't move. But I'm not sure what the part about you like, and I've heard that too, like people, um, 
I've heard other stories where people like I was above myself looking yeah, like down. Like out of body experience. Yeah. Like I could feel my body leave my body. And that's where I felt no pain because I was really hurt and I was physically and mentally exhausted from just doing too much. And I just felt so like, like I was just in a warm bath of water and, and I could feel myself going above me. And I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. And then that's when I realized that, oh my God, am I dying? I'm not ready to die. And yeah. that's when I felt that body come back into my body. And that's when the pain just was like excruciating. How and, long of a period do you think that was in between seeing yourself and it probably then coming been back in? 30 seconds or a minute. I really don't know. I, I, like I said, I just said to my parents, I said, listen, I got to go out in a little while. I just want to lay down for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just need to rest for like 10 minutes. And that's probably the whole time that it took. Mm-hmm. And, I know. Yeah, it probably happened really quick. It might have felt like it. Yeah, it I re- remember calling my best friend Kenny up and saying, Ken, I think I just died because wow. that's like how real it was. Like I was like sweating. I was freaking out. And I was just like, I got to talk to someone. And he's saying basically what you said. He goes, well, you've done too much. And, you know, yeah. you probably just were exhausted. I can see and, why you think like maybe you thought you died too, because you hear stories like that right. every so often too, that people, you know, they actually do die like in the hospital before, and then they can bring them back and they'll, they'll say, yeah. I actually left my body and, and I saw see, myself yeah, they tell, there. And then I saw you doing the paddles. Right. You know, like I've heard people say that. So yeah, I've that heard must that have been well. pretty scary. It was. It was definitely scary. Well, thank you so much for again. sharing your stories. Hopefully our listeners will get a little creeped out by them. <laughs> or maybe they've experienced it and know they're not alone. Yeah, I mean, I keep asking people to send stuff in, you know, because, I mean, there's so many people out there that have stories. So maybe this, you know, somebody, a certain story might trigger something in somebody and say, you know, I had a similar experience. I'm going to email and tell my story. So thank well, you, Mike, for Thank you for letting me tell my tonight. story. We have Gil here to tell us a couple of creepy things that happened to him. All right. So when I first moved here from New York, um, the first apartment that I had, um, one night I was sleeping and I felt like something grabbed my ankles, lifted my legs and slammed it on the bed. So I wake up and I'm like, what the hell? And I look around, I turn on all the lights, I look in closets, under the, you know, the bed, nothing. So I just went back to sleep. I didn't pay it no mind. Then a few weeks later, I fell asleep on the couch and I saw this little girl coming towards me, which I thought it was my daughter. It was like, you know, it was like a short girl with a long white T-shirt on. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's wrong? You know, Jaslyn. I'm like, Jaslyn, what's wrong? And she didn't say anything to me. She just kept walking towards my uh, that my direction. So then I see her go behind the couch through the wall, and I'm like, what the hell was that? Oh my God. So then I like turned on the TV. You know, um, cable had like music channels, and. I turned on some church music, you know, I was just like... So, like, when you saw her, well, she must have been, like, solid if you thought she was your daughter. It wasn't, yeah, like, yeah, a it wasn't, see-through no, apparition. No, it wasn't see-through. It was pretty solid. And, I, like, that, that like, amazes me, too, because mm-hmm. sometimes people say, like, they see, like, an apparition. Right. They can see through it, and then others are solid. And then right, they can the, just walk right through the wall. Yeah, then it walks right through the wall, and I'm like, well, what the hell was that? But then at the same time, like, we hear 
like in the we lived on the third floor so uh, above us is the attic so at the same time we're hearing little kids playing like going from the front of the house to the back of the house and you hear like a ball bouncing and kids running oh back God. and forth so i'm like whose kids are those yeah. I'm like, whatever so we asked the landlady you know because she had um her mom lived with her and she used to babysit her niece i mean her grandchildren so we asked her like do you let the kids go up there and she's like no why i'm like oh no reason so in my mind I'm no thinking, yeah in my mind i'm thinking the kids are sneaking up there you know, yeah without permission so i'm like whatever so one day i needed a, a doorknob for one of the doors in my apartment and I asked the landlady, and she goes, oh, just go upstairs. There's, like, spare doors with, uh, you know, doorknobs on it. Grab one of those and put it in, you know, in, in the door that you need it. So I go up there, and I'm, and I'm like, like, I'm walking up the stairs, and I open the door, and then you see that there's no floor up there. Like, it's just beams. Oh so God. I'm like, wait a minute. So I go downstairs to call, you know, my, my kid's mom. And I'm like, you have to see this. Like, you won't believe it if I tell you. She's like, what? I'm like, come, come see this. So she goes upstairs, and she's like, where's the floor? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> so how do how are we hearing kids running back and forth, bouncing a ball? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So then, like, you know, a few weeks later, it's like um, the little girl, one of the little girls from, you know, the landlady's house, she comes up, and she's like, oh, you know, me and my mom and my aunt, we opened up a, a chest. And we found, like, old pictures and stuff like that. And she's like, and you know what's funny? That when we take pictures, we always see someone in the background. And I never told anyone about the little girl that I saw. Mm-hmm. So when I look in the picture, there she is, the little girl that I saw in my house. She was, like, in the background of the picture. She was in the background of the, of the kid's picture. Oh, my God. Now, in the picture, was she, like, an apparition or solid still? No, she wasn't solid. Oh. So she was see through in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. So when she showed me the picture, I'm like, I saw her. That is so awesome yeah. and scary. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> it's like, like oh. when the stuff happens, I'm like, oh my god, no! But mm-hmm. then, but it is so cool at the same time. At that point, I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm start looking for an apartment because I'm not used to that kind of stuff. No floor. You hear a kid running back and forth, bouncing balls. I'm, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, because it could get to the point, too, where you're not getting any sleep because mm-hmm. it sounds like they were starting to get really active. Yeah. How long did you live there for? I think it was like two years. Two and years. that it didn't, nothing happened for a while? For a while. So it must have been, like, what I like what I thought at the moment was when they opened the, the treasure box that they found in the basement. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they opened the treasure box, that's when everything started. Yeah. Because somehow they couldn't get out before mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Well, I wonder what it's like there now. I don't know. Probably the same. Probably unless they figured out, like, did a cleansing with the mm-hmm. stuff. What's it called? Um, sage. And yeah. I mean, the little girl told us that they just closed the safe back up and they left it alone. Mm-hmm. That they're scared of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I hope our listeners get a little spooked by that. Yeah, yeah I don't. Be. I think they will. Yeah. All right, thank you, thank Gail. You. Thank Here's Kayla with her story. Okay, so my grandfather died at the age. Great grandfather died at the age of 56 in the house, 
at my grandparents' house, and the ambulance revived him seven times before he died. So when we're in the house, the door opens like all the time, just swings open. Everybody says, hey, Gramps. Kind of freaky, but yeah, so nice. You really think it's him, huh? Yeah. Does he do anything else? No, just opens that door. Just swings it on open. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how he used to be when they were all younger. So. But that gives you a comforting feeling, right? Yeah, not creepy, but... Yeah, those are the good ghost stories. When yeah. your loved one is visiting and you just feel like, Oh my God, they're here with me. Right. <laughs> Never met him. I wish I did, but... My cousin got to meet two people when she was little. And... Um, she just sit up in her room in the middle of the night, playing, and my aunt would be like, well, what are you doing? She said, playing with my friends. She goes, well, who's your friends? Him and her. He smokes a pipe, and she just hangs out. So they're going through a photo book, and it's a late family, I think I want to say like great, great uncles or aunts, um, Helen and John. She pointed out and said, hey, those are my friends. And my grandmother turned pure white. Oh my god. And so they had died in the house? Or? I don't know where they died. <laughs> she just like... And you don't know when either? Like how, how no. long ago? Maybe like 15, 20 years. Oh my god. See, that's when you know like it's true too. Like it's not just like a kid pretending to have an imaginary right. friend. Because she saw the just pictures. Comes and out says, of... That's my friends. Right. I don't know where. really creepy. I didn't know until... Like a few years ago, my mom told me. I was like, well, thank God they don't live there anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so they could actually see the, see the people too, not just like... Right. Because sometimes you just sense it. Yes, little kids can sense more things than <clears throat> other people. Yeah, little kids and animals seem to like sense ghosts. They have yeah. more. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, <laughs> so a lot of things happened in this house. My, we were looking for my aunt, Jean, one morning, and they just kept calling her name and calling her name, and you couldn't find her. So finally, my grandmother found her in her bedroom on the floor. And so they called 911, and they came and got her. And my mom was upstairs cleaning from the ambulance, and her and my aunt were up there, and she goes, my aunt just died. And my mom's friend that I call my aunt said, how do you know? Well, she had a fan that was always running, never shut off, and the fan, like, died. And then my grandmother called. So that's how she knew? Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Oh, my God. So did the uh, fan ever go on by itself that you know of after? No. Nope. Because that's a big thing, like, with electronics or yeah. anything electrical. Because I guess, from what I've been researching, like, spirits can connect through, like, electricity and yep. electronics and stuff. No, it just Because like, they get the energy they feed off it. Right. I think she's like, well, you're not keeping my fan. I'm going to take it with me. Because <laughs> that thing was always going. Yeah. Never shut off. Uh, and the only other thing in that house, like, it creeped me out the most was the basement. One part of the basement would be finished. Another part wasn't. So you would run down, do your laundry. And it would just creep me out on that section just got a weird feeling so I never yeah. went down you know basements are creepy it was that like after you found out about stuff yeah too? so that made it even worse because then you're like oh my god am I gonna like yeah experience something down it's just like I don't know like a dirt basement just creepy mm -hmm. weird vibes down there my mom even got it when she was little but my grandma's like oh, 
just go down and do whatever. <laughs> I was like, they all call me scaredy cat when I was little, but. Nope. But you never had an experience yourself? Um, other than my grandfather coming in. Oh, yeah. But not really. Mm-hmm. Other than my bed shaking sometimes. Oh, yeah, you told me that. That happens to me, too. It's creepy. Even now. Yeah, I told my husband, do you feel that? He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's nothing. Oh, maybe I did. I have had a couple on my own. Um, where I live now, they were cleaning out the attic for my sister-in-law to move up into. And um, there was pipes up there for my husband's grandfather. And they were moving all around. And we got the smell of the pipe tobacco. So... It was his way of saying, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're touching my stuff. Yep, so sense, too. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. And then when my husband's father died, we got his cologne smell. So it was a pretty big thing. Do you still get that stuff? Sometimes. Yeah? Yeah. It's a nice hello. Is it, like, around the time of their death or, like, a No, I think it's just random. Just whenever they yeah. feel like popping in. Yeah. <laughs> or able to. Like, I wonder how that works, you know? Just open up the door it's and so say, intriguing. hey. Like, can they just come whenever they want? Right. You know, after I after you die, I guess that's when you find out that stuff. I know. I wish I could go say answer. hi and see everybody, but I don't want to go there anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows how it works. Yeah. Alright, so thank you for your stories. Those were interesting and spooky. Thanks for having me. So if you get any more experiences or anything, we can have you on again. Yeah, definitely. Right, have a good night. You too. Hello there. I just have a little add-on that I'm putting on to all of the old episodes. We have a new website address. It is... It's just a ghostpodcast.com. And we also have a new email address, and that is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. So if you heard a different email or website address in this episode, please ignore that and use the new one. Again, the email is it's just a ghostpodcast at yahoo.com. And the website is it's just a ghostpodcast.com. Thank you so much. As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to it's just a ghost podcast at yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number 2. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.